Generating traffic and sales can be a challenge for online merchants. But selling on the Walmart marketplace puts your products in front of millions of customers who shop on walmart.com. And right now, sellers who join Walmart Marketplace can save up to 50% on referral and fulfillment fees for the first 90 days. So get started today. Head over to marketplace.walmart.com savings. That's marketplace.walmart.com savings. Today's podcast is sponsored by SLI Systems, providers of intelligent site search and navigation solutions. Learn more at sli-systems.com and listen to their interviews at ecommercepodcast.com. E-commerce Conversations, a weekly podcast focusing on e-commerce topics featuring interviews with prominent people in the e-commerce space. Welcome to another edition of E-commerce Conversations by Practical E-commerce. My name is Carrie Murdoch, and we're joined today by Jim Rue. Jim is a freelance journalist who follows the book selling industry. He's also a technology journalist. And Jim, thank you for joining us today. Uh, thank you for having me. Uh, we're here today, Jim, to talk about a recent uh, uh, your your recent visit to the uh, annual booksellers convention. Uh, but the bookselling business has changed dramatically in this in this country. Uh, a lot of new digital products coming online. Our listeners are e-commerce merchants. They they convey content in a digital manner. And I'm wondering if you could describe your recent uh, your recent visit to the booksellers convention and what your thoughts were? Well, uh, I've been a book person for my whole life. My my dad had a used bookstore uh, during the Depression and uh, took the whole bookstore with him when he closed it. Um, the Book Expo used to be called the American Booksellers Association. It's the largest gathering of uh, book retailers uh, in the United States. And it's a great opportunity to rub shoulders with uh, uh, bookmen from all over the world. Uh, and there are some uh, some editors and publishers there, and, and a few writers also. Uh, in past years, I've met uh, Garrison Keillor and Jimmy Carter, Edwin Meese, Salman Rushdie was at one of the shows. I even heard uh, Stephen King play lead guitar with a with a garage band called the Rock Bottom Remainders. Uh, <laughs> Harry and Matt Groening were in there in his backup, and um, they weren't very good. Not even playing Gloria. <laughs> I need to stick stick to the day jobs, in other words. Yes, they're far better at that. But I love the name Rock Bottom Remainders. <laughs> so what's the, the – it's called the Book Sellers Expo, is that what you said? Book Expo is what it's called now. Book Expo is in Los Angeles, as I recall. Right, and in New York next year and probably Washington, D.C. the following year. And then it'll back, be back in Los Angeles. Our interest, uh, Jim, in visiting with you about this particular topic is we know that you have a keen interest in technology. We know that you report on technology issues, and we're interested in the migration of content delivery, say content in a written book, online. Uh, and we're, we're curious what you saw there at the convention in reference to you know, e-book type products, digital downloads. Are you seeing more of that? in the book business, a move away from uh, printed paper to 
digital products, or did you not see much of that at the convention? Well, on the exposition floor, I saw a lot of CDs. Uh, usually, um, uh, booksellers give away books, and uh, the typical um, uh, exposition goer ends up having his uh, arms pulled out of his shoulder sockets by, by a, a heavy book bag in each hand. Uh, but the cost of shipping books, just as it's skyrocketed to the retailers, it's also skyrocketed for shipping to trade shows. And they don't even get to sell them when they get there. Um, also, uh, it, it, and so they give away CDs uh, that may contain the actual text of a book or a pro promo for a book or um, an electronic content of one kind or another. Uh, it's also clear that uh, e-books are beginning to make uh, inroads into the book market. Uh, this show was much smaller than it's been in past years. And uh, it's clear to me that only the biggest of the dead tree publishers are doing well. Uh, most of the smaller uh, paper and ink printers are struggling, uh, with the exception of public uh, public policy, the publishers of Scott McClellan's memoir. <laughs> that one's doing pretty well, huh? They can't keep them on the shelves. Uh, <laughs> well, while uh, there were maybe half as many vendors in the past, uh, and there and all of the vendors' uh, uh, booths are, were smaller. Uh, there were twice as many booths as before for print-on-demand uh, and for uh, e-publishing management companies that want to offer end-to-end -end solutions for selling content for download, whether it be audio or, or text. Uh, it also seems that uh, every vendor had a, a graphic novel or a comic book to give away, which I guess is their way of combating what I see as the inherent dynamism of uh, electronic content. <laughs> Interesting. You mentioned e-books. Uh, it, it's, it's, a, it's a good intro to the next question I was going to ask you. Amazon has gotten quite a bit of play recently on its new Kindle product. Do you see any evidence of Kindle there? Was Amazon there by chance, or was Sony there displaying its... its uh, digital reader called reader <laughs> well I can I can see that Amazon is hoping to take the uh, paper and ink publishers publishers and turn their offerings into kindling um, <laughs> the uh, Kindle uh, reader uh, is a fairly expensive device if they should be able to uh, sell their readers whether it be Sony or Amazon or somebody else if they can sell those devices for inexpensively, then uh, maybe they'll be able to uh, uh, take what remains of the uh, uh, of the uh, dead tree market. Um, but as it is, the uh, Kindle reader, the Sony reader, uh, costs as much as a as a one one laptop per child laptop, and so uh, they're going to have to give better price performance ratios. I think. Have you seen a Kindle or a reader, Jim? I, I've only seen a picture of it. Yeah. Did you, you read a book? There have been some uh, major inroads into the field of digital paper, something that was that was spearheaded by MIT some dozen years or so ago. And it does appear that uh, uh, flexible, foldable uh, display media is uh, right around the corner. As a lover of books, Jim, would you read a book on a Kindle if it was sufficiently readable? Yes, I think I would. Uh, if uh, if it was a choice between 
uh, having the uh, paper and ink version uh, for $10 and the downloadable version for 5 I will go for the downloadable version because I always have a problem what to do with the book after I've read it. Yeah, that makes sense to me too. In the case of an electronic book, uh, I can keep it, and uh, and it doesn't. All it takes up is bits. So, what do you see for the future of book publishing? Con that type of content delivery. Five years from now, what will we be talking about? Um, How are books delivered? Well, uh, digital paper is one, mm -hmm. and uh, solid state hard drives are also going to make uh, an enormous difference here. Uh, up until now. If you had a digital camera or a laptop that had a hard drive in it, then it was a delicate device, and you had to be as careful with it as you might be with a canary in a cage. Um, Solid-state hard drives, which are comprised of flash memory only and no moving parts, now uh, go up to 256 gigabytes, uh, are twice as fast as a spinning medium, and they're ruggedized uh, to a point where they could revolutionize literature and libraries allowing us to take in and to put an entire library into a backpack or even a back pocket and take it to the beach. It's interesting. Well, Jim Rue, oh, technology uh, journalist and book lover, we thank you for your time today, sir. Um, oh, by the way, uh, yeah. I, I wanted to uh, tell you that uh, uh, the uh, book expo is not going to go away because uh, it looks to me like the demand for printed books is going to go more in the direction of commemorative publications and aesthetic expressions of the art of printing. I have a friend who does letterpress, and his business is growing. As people reconnect with the warmth and the historical significance of hot lead, using it for invitations, posters, and the like. So there will that that industry will continue just perhaps in a different form and perhaps smaller. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, Jim, thank you for your time today, sir. All right. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Take care. That's all the time we have for this week's e-commerce conversation. I hope you enjoyed it. Please tune in next week for another new episode.